Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Hey everybody, it's Todd Glass. First night we join the late night. Live! Oh, people are like, what's going on at Colbert right now? Should we flip over to uh, what's on Jimmy Fallon? Shut the fuck up, you stay right here. Everything's going to be fine. By the way, uh, Colbert ain't so bad either. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Letterman's good, too. Is he still in the end? Listen, so anyway, we're, we're happy. It's, we're, we're, it's late night. It is Friday. It is... That's right. We're, this is in real time. I'm not shitting around. Cameron's here. Cameron's here. Kill the camp. Hey. So I'm at the Buffalo uh, Helium. Helium and uh, hanging out after the show. Um, on the show tonight is James Heskey. Yeah, hey. Yeah. Sure, it's a live show. We have a big audience. What do you think? I'm fucking around. And, uh, and um, so we're going to throw to the show. <laughs> we're going to throw to the show as I itch my nose vigorously. And I said vigorously. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> so that's it. Okay, so uh, I think. Do I have uh, how was the show tonight? The show was. Good. Thank you very much. Well, thank God you helped me. These idiots Wait, don't give a shit. What was your name again? Cameron. What was your last name? Todd Glass. Todd Your last name is Todd Glass? Yeah. Your name is Todd, Todd Glass? My name Cameron is... Todd Glass. My name is... You think this is getting us ratings? This isn't like the old days when I had a podcast and we could do this shit. We're going against the, the real deal. So we can't be like, oh, Todd, Todd, Todd Glass, Todd Glass, Todd Glass. We're losing listeners. Someone's anyway. crying now, Todd. Someone's crying right now. I'm sorry, Mr. Todd Glass. Thank you. I, why do I, I hate when I yell and everyone gets quiet because then it's just mean. But anyway... <laughs> All right, listen, you're all great. You're fine. You're fine. Everybody's fine. He's pointing right it's, now, by the way. Thank you. And, uh, and we're here at the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo. It's been great. This is a great club. Late night. This is our first late night show. We're dropping it late night. We're competing. What's that guy doing here? He's choking. <laughs> He's so I'm sorry he was heckling Todd the entire night, and I had to choke him out. Yeah, that's what I do. I bring people backstage. And then I go, they go, hey, did you mind we heckled? I go, you kidding me? I love you. Yeah. And then they come back here and James chokes them to death. <laughs> and that's a, that's a horror movie. <laughs> that's a new movie out this fall. Coming, coming to a theater near you. Shows like a cut to a heckler. Hey! But the comedian tricks them. Bringing them backstage. I hope I, my heckling didn't bother you. Are you kidding me? I live for it. And then you choke them to death. All right. I think I better roll in the show because... This isn't too great. <laughs> All right, enjoy the show. It's Friday night. You're sitting in your house. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Aristotle. You got radio pasted to your TV. Yes, thank you. This guy really pays attention. <laughs> well, it was it's like eight hours ago. Don't be disappointed and sorted. This is seriously somebody from the show that was disappointed. Well, I'll talk about it next week when he's not around. I think he's having a mental breakdown. <laughs> Your last name, Cameron. Cameron Schmidt. What is it? Your real name? Cameron Schmidt. Cameron Schmidt. Yeah. Do you have a Twitter handle? I don't tweet. What do you do? I don't really. So, I well, what do you? I don't social media. Facebook. If you don't. Do you do at work? <laughs> <laughs> what do you? If you don't tweet. Actually, the guy that got robbed and posted a selfie. I uh, yeah, Wait, I feel the, bad saying if you don't tweet, what do you do? Like, what else would be? What else would you do if you didn't tweet? But. It does, you know, it does seem to take up a lot of time. All right, Aristotle, how's your mom? Okay, great. That's all the time I gave you. All right, bye. Rolling the show. It's late night. Fuck, people are shitting in their pants. The word out on the street is that Jimmy Kimmel's like, are you fucking shitting me? I can't compete with those jingles and the whistles and the bells. The real interviews. The real interviews where he forgets where he's at because he's professional. I have your attention so far. I have your attention. You're sitting listening to it. You're not going anywhere. Don't fast forward. Don't fast forward. Don't 15 second. No shit. Roll it in, Aristotle. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wow. This is an exciting night. We're competing in the late night arena. Wow. People are so nervous. Shut the fuck up. Doesn't it feel like everything's all right? Yeah, this is my show. I can use the Letterman theme. Why shouldn't I? Look, oh yeah. Our guest tonight, the nice man, Andy Wood. <laughs> also, Aristotle's back from Hawaii. And Cle- Keith Blumberg, a.k.a. 
a one and a two and a one, two, three stops by again. Also, still doesn't have a house to live in and he's staying with his dad. Jake Adams is here. We have a podcast listener stopping by tonight. His name is George and he's from England. Uh, We're going to hear him talk later with his English voice and we're going to mock him in a loving way and it's going to be so funny you're going to shit in your pants and you know I'm not lying to you would you like us to do it now or do you want to wait wow we're competing in the late night arena people are like wait a second people Todd Glass people just sit in the house and they play his show you know what they say people are doing they're taping old fashioned radios to their television and listening to it but in a circle around It's the TV because it's it's crazy. This is what they're saying. God, we're competing. People are fucking... Oh, they're shitting in their pants. They're like, yeah, his show, the minute it starts, even when he plays his background music, it's... We we got you. You're sitting in a circle around a goddamn... Whatever you put. Maybe you played the computer or you put the computer up or something. Whatever you do, you tape something. I don't care what you do. Sit around a circle around a fake radio and listen to the Todd Glass show. And then you're doing it, and I'm so fucking happy you are. Guess who our guest is? Did I did I introduce you already? I think so. I wow. think so. That's a crazy opening, right? This is, you know what this is? They call this what? This a- is destination listening. Yes, right. This is like event based. This is a thing where you would plan with your friends where you're going to go to listen to the show. Can, and can I tell you why? By the way, Andy, I'm really glad you're here. I am really glad you're here because this is going to be a. This is our first uh, night show. This is our first show. At uh, at uh, eleven thirty, uh, we're competing. Yeah. I mean, we're competing You're in that arena. Andy Wood, the top show. Andy Wood, That's our guest, is Andy Wood tonight on the Todd Glass Show. All right, listen, so um, you're right. It's because you, here's the thing. You can listen to podcasting anytime you want. I get it. Theoretically. Theoretically, I get it. So people go, why do you have to drop at 1130 if people want to listen to it at 1130? There's something about maybe, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, forcing people because it's 1130. Look, I'm with you. It's 1130. We're here together. And let me tell you some specific notes I have before we start today's show, before I start today's show. So, um. Uh, uh, they are, what is this? Thanks. How, how, how we, oh, how was a why Aristotle? <laughs> oh my God. I wish I was joking. I go, how, how we, how we, how we, how, how we, how we, how we, how was Hawaii? Aristotle, how was Hawaii? How we, how we, why we? Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, that's enough with that. Um, how was Hawaii? It was fun. Okay, it was fun? It was cool. Tell yeah. us the best thing that happens. You get a lot of pussy? Oh, Come so on, have a little fucking class. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Hey, did you fuck that shit? Ah, ooh, ooh, ooh. ah. People are loving this show at 11.35. It's 11.35. All right, so how was Hawaii? Let me let me be professional here because we're on the well. We have a show now. It's not like before. If we're going to ask people to turn it on at eleven thirty and sit in the living room with other friends listening to it, you you gotta you gotta deliver a little more. No dilly dallying. Right now, there's people listening with their friends and they're going. Well, but I don't understand why we're sitting around. We're not watching anything. You just shut the fuck up because the people won't want to hang out with you anymore. 
Because they're going to be like, I don't want to hang out with them. I like sitting around the living room listening to the Todd Glass show. I tape a fake radio to my computer, and we put it in front of us, and we act like it's 1958. How was Hawaii? It was fun. Great. Anyway, <laughs> well, no, I do serious interviews. Um, Tony sing-along opening. Tony sing- Oh, Tony is a listener. <laughs> and uh, he, sings a lo- yo, he sings this. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. And his girlfriend is upset. She sounds nice. Keep playing it over from the beginning again until his... We're going to drive his girlfriend crazy. We're going to stick it in his head. Even So Tony, his, and he says his girlfriend, he, he can't stop saying... He walks around humming the song all day long. And he goes, you know, I have a great girlfriend. But it's stuck in my head, that song. Because I can't get it out of my head. I'm walking around all day. And he goes, and, and, and so now we're going to really put it in his head. Oh, yeah. Well, what's this? Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get... What's it? What's this? Oh, shut the fuck up. All right, there you go, Tony. That was... Okay, now listen. I know this is this is true. I have this with two. <laughs> this is what I love about Destination. This is not a podcast. This is a show. Let's cut the yes. shit already. Andy, you're on my show. Um, that I know where someone's sitting tonight. Amanda is sitting on a leather chair in her living room. Oh, we have a leather chair. My furniture is made from animals. Oh, my furniture is made from animals. I just stole yours. Because it doesn't stick to the cloth. Pardon me. Oh, would you like to sit on a leather chair? It might even be a recliner. Endangered species recliner. Amanda. Your boyfriend, Ian. So I know you're like sitting in that chair because I got an email from him. So they're listening somewhere. You don't have to be where they're at, but everybody listening know that somewhere there's a listener going, yes, that's right, Amanda. You're sitting in your leather chair, and it's your birthday. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, right? Come on. Come on. Did you do this for me, Ian? She's sitting. And right, guess what? Happy birthday to you. Ian loves you. Happy birthday to you. How's your dog, Charlie? Happy birthday, Amanda. She's sitting in her leather chair. All right, enough of that. You got enough attention, Amanda. Why don't you get up and do something? <laughs> nah, she sits there in her leather chair like on, her, on her... I think you're better than me. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> what, is, what if she's giggling right now? Oh, I wish I could see... I should have asked him to videotape him listening to the show at our 11.30 well, now you did. time now slot. He's, is he going to listen first before he has her listen? Because he could hear this and then play No, it they're going to play it together. At 11.30, the way at you do. It's Destination Listening. Well, it's Destination Listening. Yeah. Um, okay, so listen. Uh, and then it's going to be all you. Just this, is, you know what it is. I take like ten minutes, and then I. Uh, this is my opening to the show. Well, because I'm on eleven thirty, I have to do an opening. So, um, Super Troopers, they're doing a Super Troopers two. Amanda, 
Um, Super Troopers 2. And I asked them when they were here, Kevin Heffernan and... Uh, Steve Lemmy. And Steve Lemmy. By the way, to George Carlin, I miss them. Like, you, their energy is great. They're like, they're like a husband and a wife. And it's, you know why? It's called uh, people that express all emotions and are honest. But it's fucking great. And the, 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 the contention between them is, is... Maybe I'm overstating it, but it's fun to watch. Um, but anyway... Uh... <laughs> Uh, they said, I said in Super Troopers too. I asked them. They never said yes, but they did lean towards yes. And that's why I want people to tweet them. At the end of Super Troopers 2, here's all I want. I shouldn't say all I want because I think it's a big deal to get this. I want to talk during the credits. And all I want to say is, hey, I'm friends of Kevin and Steve, and I didn't want to ask for part of the movie. And I asked them, this is the truth, that I could talk during the credits. And, well, as you know now, you're like, shut the fuck up. They really let him. Yes. And I told him I'd keep everybody in the room. Whatever I do, I'll make it funny. I'll be like, look, if you have to get up, I, but I told them. Uh, they, I said, not one person would get up. And all I said is if somebody gets up, don't boo them. Anyway, I'll figure out. I'll talk through the credits. I'll make it funny. I go, oh, you think it's not a big deal talking through the credits? You don't think it's an honor? You don't know the power I have. Oh, what's that going by? Hair and makeup? Boom, and I freeze it. I go, you know, tell me she's not shitting in her pants at the premiere going out. Of, you, she didn't know I was going to freeze at her name. I did this. I could pick any name I want. Let it roll. And I roll down again and I stop it again. I go, shut up. This person would never get this much credit. You know they heard. Did you see what they did? And that's what I do. That's what I, but I haven't gotten a word from them. I don't know if they're you know, trying to pull a fast one. So you should tweet at them. <laughs> tweet at them. And uh, can you give, give Kevin's... Uh, by the way, no one could be happier that they're doing a Super Troopers 2. It's not like I'm going to go up to, uh, you know, uh, uh, some musician that's gigantic and go, Oh, my God, I'm the, your world's biggest fan. All right. There's a lot of people I love, and I know it. As much as I love them, I'm not the, there's other fans probably more uh, obsessed than me. Not with Super Troopers. <laughs> if there is anybody that's more obsessed with Super Troopers, I want to meet them and hang out with them. Because every time I watch it, I fucking love it. And I'm right. Those characters that they do are fucking amazing. So you should have your number one fan. Because I will take your legs like they did in that movie and tie them together. And, you know, what was the movie with the, with the, where they, where they, the guy wrote a book and then she didn't want her to... Oh, she, yeah, Misery. Misery. That's what I'm going to do to Kevin and uh, You're gonna hobble Steve. Them. I'm going to hobble them yeah. if, they, if they pull any shit. So please tweet at them. Don't tweet, tweet at them lovingly. Go, hey, don't remember what... Don't forget what Todd wants to do during the credits. And what is it again? It's Heffernan Rules, at Heffernan Rules on Twitter. Okay. So anyway, so uh, there you go. There you go. So you know what, ladies and gentlemen? You know, the reason I'm glad that I'm in the late night arena is because I know people are stressed out of their minds. And I yell, you might think, like, but I know what they need. I just, there's people sitting in a circle watching a radio. You think I take that for granted? I'm freaking the fuck out imagining it. And you're sitting there doing it. And everything's going to be okay. Sure, people are nervous I'm in the late night arena now. But I give people their money's worth. Let this song breathe. People need it. Just fucking relax. God damn it. I don't give a shit anymore. All right, pause that out. So we got everything out of the way in the opening. Now I can just, this is the part of the show. Oh, by the way, the podcast festival. Pod first. But Fez, uh, Jake was not, uh, Aristotle was not there, but he was missed. Uh, Jake, I go to Jake. Could have mentioned me more. What is this? Hey, people at home listening. Sure, I'm in the late night arena. 
I know what to do. I play songs. I give people what they want. I'm in the late night arena. All right, listen. Pause that out. Um, I'm, I'm revving high, but I'm happy. So, so I asked Jake. His dad came, and I said, did your dad stick around after the show? Because, you know, I, saw, I knew his dad was there coming. There was a party after and everything. There was a party, and he goes, well, I sort of asked him not to. That's what he said. I sort of asked him not to. What is that like? So I'm going to ask him now because I, I told him I didn't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> when you sort of ask your dad not to be there at the party, how does that go? Be, try to really do it to real. Like, I'm really curious. Like, how do you sort of suggest, like, you know, how do you, how do you gently say that to your dad who you really like? I mean, I saw you eating breakfast with him, <laughs> with him once and different tables. Now that I think about it, that was a little odd. So, Jake, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you, son. What I saw you do on that show was just outstanding, and I can't wait so we could spend some quality time together after the show doing whatever it is happens thank at a podcast you. festival after a podcast ends. Thank, thank you, Dad. That's nice. Can this be the, I, is this the day before when you're talking about coming? Or is this right uh, after we did the first half of it? Let's say it's at the intermission, yeah. Okay, great. I love it. I like to follow the bits. Yeah. And thanks for jumping in. Mm-hmm. Does he, he come and just find me immediately after Jake, the show? Jake, i got to shake your hand. I know you're my son, and it's strange for me to ask to shake your hand because I birthed you. Basically, you're bumping into him for the people yes. at home listening on the radio. you got to picture it. It's a podcast festival. Jake's now got to tell his dad. Can we get some, we get some background yeah. ambient noise? Oh, I know what we can do. I, I'll be the background ambient noise. Ready? <laughs> Jake, 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 I know you got to get back to the show, but, but real quick, I just wanted to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud. I'm so proud to see my son working on this amazing podcast. It's, it's, it's incredible. What you're doing is incredible, and I can't wait to have a longer version of this discussion once that show's over, whenever people are doing what it is they do after the podcast and at the podcast festival. Uh, I mean, that's awesome. I really appreciate that you came. I think that it's probably better if maybe you just didn't come to the wait, 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 wait. the party afterwards. What do, you, what do you mean? Well, I mean, you know, it's just I don't know. I just By the way, I want to pay attention to this now, even though out. we were doing a bit. Did you? Was that what you would really do? Uh, I think I just told him. I, I think it was more mutual. Like he kind of knew that it, what he didn't shouldn't. Come. I have a I recording know. of the call. <laughs> I have a recording of the call. Yeah, and and I, I have I have your though. dad, and and I hear and I hear you. So, uh, you want, I mean, I feel embarrassed, but I feel like I should play it. Jake. Yeah, dad. Yeah, dad. Jake, this is your father. Hey, don't come to the fucking after party, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm a cool young comic, and if people see me with my dad, they'll fucking look like I'm a loser. If you want to come, you come in there, you sit, and right after the thing, hustle your ass out of there. I'm just proud of my boy. I don't care. <laughs> Have your own life. Have your own life. I'm tired of you coming to my caring about me so much and loving me. I'm overloved. Do you know what this does to my heart? You know about my ah, heart. I don't give a shit about your heart. I care about my career. I'm Jake Adams. God damn it. I can't listen to that anymore. Is that not hard to listen to? I couldn't believe it when I heard it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and you played All that right. for me and said, this is know, a friend of mine. This is how he treats his father. I should loosen up, I guess, a little bit. I did like doctor a little that a little. On him there, you know? I, I feel did. like I should have been less hard. Do you think it's bad in a show that's in the late night arena? Because we're in the late we're night, in the late arena. night arena. Are we keeping people's attention? That's what the executives <laughs> are going to want to know. No, they're going to want to go. Okay, will they? Would would the story tomorrow be yes? I can't fucking believe it, but I watch it at eleven thirty at night, mm-hmm. and it's comforting. It's fucking comforting. It get, you know, peep, the whole world, no matter who they are, everybody's stressed out. They want something at night that's going to make them laugh, but, like, it doesn't matter if it's a rhyme or a reason. I don't even believe in religion, but this does it for me. 
It's eleven fifty now. Wow. Holy shit. I love sitting around the living room with my friends listening to this song. The next day they go people are people are calling each other. I don't know why. But he played the whole This Little Light is Mine last night. I sat around listening to it. That show puts me in a good mood. The Todd Glass Show. You're going to like the way you look. All right, enough with that. I don't have time for jokes. All right, so listen. I'm all you now. Jake's dad found out that he was rude to him. Uh, that's all we need to know there. Now we move on with the real show. First of all, Andy, because I'm a serious interviewer, now that I'm in the late night well, he's arena. He was with a date, and it was just one thing. Like, you brought a girl. Like, I don't know if it was a proper date or whatever, but I think. Oh! Jake's dad wow. brings a date. Wow! I'm an stepmother material. Oh! Pardon me. We didn't know your dad was a hoity toity. Wow! Whining and dining at my son's event. Wow. I'm in the late night arena. You know why? You know why I'm in the late night arena? Because I know what people want. Maybe they don't want that. Sorry, I think two people just walked out of the room. I don't like that one anymore. What I want to play for you, this is great. This is the start of the Todd Glass Show. Sure, we keep people's attention there. Welcome, new listeners, to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, some stuff you should Can you believe it? By the way, two George Carliners are safe word on the show, and that really was a letter for new listeners that, that they are sitting in their living room. Everything I said was true, and that was about the birthday person. But the other person that said, I can't stop humming your song, and my girlfriend's affectionately saying, you've got to get that out of your head. Welcome, new listeners, to the Todd Glass So what is she doing right now? Before we I picture everybody listening to our show together even before we were in the late-night arena. To tell right, if it's a bit or the truth from Todd when he says potato salad. Or su- All right, listen. I'm going to play something Do you think that actually you. you could sing tonight? Would you really want me to? I mean, yeah, we just got a little bit of taste of it, and I was like, oh, man, you haven't sang in a while. Can so I, I, can I tell you something? Some people might hate my style if, I, if I'm going to call it a style, but I like to show everything from the beginning stages. So I'm going to back up a little because he did it perfectly. Before the show, I say, can we do a bit tonight like, where you asked me to sing, everybody? So they're like, Jake's like, well, I don't know. He's like giving me a hard time about it. <laughs> He really didn't want to do it. I said, well, we can change. He goes, that's not the bit. But I go, no, we can change the bit. The bits are whatever we make them. There's no rules in a book. Um, so, so then he says he'll do it. And I just said, just ask me to sing the whole show. It'll, it'll make me feel really good. And I'll act like. So he went right into it and he did a good job. But I like to play the guy that's. They're being nice enough to ask. But I'm the guy who's now being a little bit of a dick about it. Right. The rest of the show, you're begging me. It goes on and on throughout the rest of the show. Right back to the bit. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I could sing, but I didn't think tonight was a good night. But I think no, that's it's, it's a great night. Are you kidding me? Like, it's just a small well, show. It's just fun. It's the perfect time for you. You're all, like, do you really all want me to sing? We just want to hear you. Just, I don't want to fucking sing. Leave me alone. Jesus want, Christ. Man. Guys. It's been so long. Leave know? me the fuck alone. Yeah, do something nice for me, you assholes. I, I really yeah, you, play you it like gotta a dick. Sing. Pipes, your show. Those pipes. It I mean, wouldn't be the Todd Glass show if you didn't sing. All right, I'll sing a little later. I'll sing a little later. I will. I'll sing a little later. You, I didn't, do you guys really like when I sing? Be honest. Come on. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, no, 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 no. You're just saying it to make me feel good? Be honest. A potato salad. Oh, yeah. That velvety, come on. That. Oh. That. I never looked at it that way. I really didn't. I'm being totally honest with you. I didn't know that I had a beautiful sound. What, describe it. you not you know, know I, the sound? I mean, can you imagine the sound of, of a newborn child's first 
Winnie. Well, that doesn't sound like, nice. You know, I no, was listening okay. to a Ricky Martin CD the other day, and I was like, oh my God, this is All right, is edit that time. out. Edit that out. Edit that out. No, you're not going to say Ricky Martin. We won't leave any of this in. I won't make you look like a jerk, Jake, but just say a cooler band. You know we're not editing this out. Okay, sure. Uh, say something else. Who's a cooler band that I want people to think I'm, and I'll set you up again. So I was listening to a uh, uh, oh, coming clean. Clay. So because 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 Aristotle has to edit it. Yep. So we're in the late night arena. No, it's live. Wow, people are freaking out. They're like, "Did you see the fucking Togless show? He forgot he was live, and he started saying edit it out. It was fucking nuts. It's it's all the rage." <laughs> All right, so let's go back to uh, you. You think I? Do you really yeah. think I have a, a voice like Ricky Martin? Well, no. I was listening to an Enrique Iglesias CD. Oh, Ricky! The other day, oh, he's and good. And I was like, oh my, is this part of Todd's podcast? I thought I was listening to your show because it sounded like you singing. Do you know who had the most reverb ever in the world? And I think it's where I stole the idea from. To all the girls I love before, not really Nelson, but Enrique Iglesias or whatever the old Julio. Was, Julio. What didn't he sing that song? I love a yeah, it's our musical guest tonight on the Togless Show. You know what my musical guest would be if I had a late night show? Me doing that. Why you got to bring some fucking cockamamie band in that most of the time no one enjoys? People, if they're home and they're, and they're at the end of the show, if somebody went, people are enjoying it. In their house right now. People are, I've got every, no one has fucking gone anywhere. One person went into the bathroom, two people got pissed off. Oh, you don't like it? That's because I keep people. I engage. Every so often when people want to leave and they think they can escape, I come through the speaker of the radio and I grab you and I pull you in and I go, don't you go anywhere. I want to play something for you that I think it's, it's just talks. It's, I don't know what it says, but it says something and it's from Seventh Heaven and it's, it's so, they find, I don't even know if I should tilt it, but they find, uh, just, just play it. This is, what are we, here's the thing that I think about, and, and I've, this is not a social thing, it's more of a silly thing. They're overly dramatic about finding pot. It doesn't, it doesn't, that's all you need to know. And I think, it didn't look, did it look that dramatic then? Seventh Heaven, I don't know what year it was in, but are we, what's that now? What's that now? Because unless you re- – and I've always do that about social things. This is just a silly thing. But, like, you know, they over-dramatize it. Uh, w- if, even if it's not us doing it, maybe back then, maybe 20 years ago, we would have heard this show and went, just fucking relax. But what, is, what are the people that are fooled by this? Uh, what is it now that there is? And there's got to be something. Well, and if, is- if you're not obsessed with finding out what it is, you're probably going to start doing it yourself. You've got to think, like, what is it now? It's got to be something that we're making a big deal about nothing. Not even that it's drug-related, you're saying. Just, like, it's, it's something Oh, yeah, it could be anything. Just anything that's socially inappropriate currently. That you're going to go, all right, whatever it is. What were you going to say? Well, I, Seventh Heaven, the dad was a pastor, right? So yeah. Wouldn't that really influence, you know, the strict guidelines? That yeah. Edit that out. I don't want people to know that was too good of a point. It makes me look like I'm talking about bullshit. Because that's really true. I think, I, I, think I have the answer. You promise you won't forget? Um, so, so whatever it is, it's something. So, uh, and by the way, I like a lot of times I overthink things. It's enjoyable just for the ridiculousness of it. So here we go. All right, I'll, I'll get straight to the point. I found marijuana in the house. And while I never thought of myself as the type of father who'd have to drug test his kids, I'm willing to do just that if that's what it takes to find out who brought a joint into this house. Well, don't do it yet. I'll tell you when. Dad, Lucy found something, too. Dad, I found a joint in Mom's dresser drawer. I was just looking for a scarf. 
Because I needed something else to go with my outfit, I didn't think you'd mind. But then I stumbled on the joint. Mary and I didn't know what to think. I mean, it's really none of our business Pause. if you and Dad want to. Now, I don't. I don't mean to like uh, treat people that already follow the plot. What's going on? They're accusing the kids that they found pot, but then they counteract and go, "Look, I need to get a scarf out of your drawer, Mom, and I found this." And then he comes back and, well, he brings it home right now. Don't finish that sentence. Uh, I assume you're referring to this. This joint, same joint I found by the front door. Same joint your mother then put into her dresser drawer. Oops. Oh, what a relief. I mean, it's not like we thought that mom was a stoner or anything. But... Wait a minute. This is the little kid. Then whose joint is it? It's the littlest brother who looks up to the older brother. He's disappointed. Like, who's smoking? It's mine. The older brother says it's mine. You've got to be kidding. Oh, he's pissed off. Look, Simon. Man, I can't believe you. Simon, wait. All right, Girls, shut the your fuck room. up. Talking about. <laughs> you know, the only way they can make that more dramatic, can you play it again? I think Jake knows exactly what to do. That's the only way you can make this more dramatic. All right, I'll, I'll get straight to the point. I found marijuana in the house. Well, I never thought of myself as the type of father who drug test his kids. I'm willing to do just that if that's what it takes to find out who brought a joint into this house. Dad, Lucy found something too. I found a joint in Mom's dresser drawer. What? I was just looking for a scarf because I needed something else to go with my outfit. I didn't think you'd mind. And I stumbled on the joint. Right, I can't listen to this Making I mean, me it's sick. really none of our business if Shut you and Dad want to. Shut up. Don't finish that sentence. Don't you uh, I turn it off. I'm too to upset. This. I'm upset. I can't fake upsetness like this. No, the reason it does sort of kid- kiddingly bother me is because the little kid looks up to his brother. I can't believe it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Relax. You're eight. Or you said you're on your high horse. I wouldn't have been surprised if you said, I thought you were cool. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, when they try to... <laughs> when they try to, like, work, make that work... Like, kids, wait a second, that's not cool? Oh, I don't want to do it if it's not cool. Like, there's going to be an ad for cigarettes. You're damn right it's cool. (laughs) When people tell you it's not cool, take a look at me. (laughs) (sighs) Would I do an ad for cigarettes? I hope hope I'm not bullshitting myself, but I say no. And I don't know if I'm bullshitting myself. I I really mean it. If it was for a million dollars, I genuinely, I'm about to George Carlin, I'm being honest. Yeah. I just hope that I um, would say no, and I think I would. It would suck, but I couldn't fucking do it. If that's not the, like, right on the top when you go, you sell your soul. What's the, uh, what's the expression? You Selling sell, out? Sell your soul. Sell your soul to the, the devil? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, a lot of people go, oh, they sold their soul to the No, I, people do a lot of things in their career. I'm like, I get it. You had a late start. You're taking any movie you can get. I don't, I don't, I think, yeah. I don't think that. I'm not, I'm not to judge. Someone did a commercial. You know what? If it's a creative commercial, some people do commercials. I think they're great, actually. I don't think it hurts them at all. Right. And if they're not, but I see, I'm, I'm very gentle. Don't fucking judge in that area. And I judge. But be careful in that area. You don't know. So I, and by the way, sometimes I'm not going to lie. I go, no, that one, what the fuck? And I won't mention it. But once in a while, but overwhelmingly, I don't. But, I mean, you don't want to do that now that you're in the late night arena. You've got an exactly. obligation to your audience. Exactly. I, right? It's- exactly. And... Um, 
Can, hold, pause it for one second because I really like this. What was I just talking about? Now that I'm in the late smoke, night arena, smoke, smoke. Uh, what's the equivalent? Oh, of... so I wouldn't do a smoking ad. So what's the equivalent? Yes, to this. We're in the late night arena. Come on, Todd, work harder for your audience. They'll turn that flipping channel in a flipping limping dimpton. Um, like what? So, what would be a special episode of a today, sitcom right now? Today. What would you, uh, a message they want to drive home to the viewers about a dangerous current yes. social problem? Yeah, what would it be? And it would, that's why I say whatever you think it is, it won't be it. It won't be it. You know, I, that's why I defend it across the board. Hey, by the way, you know, I've seen uh, one of our competitors, uh, Colbert. Well, i got to be honest, I really like his show. To, to George Carlin to drop the bit for a second, I really am. That, I love that show at the point where it makes me jealous to watch it because I think he's really taken that formula that's been around forever and fucking doing every goddamn thing he could do with it. I yeah. really like it so far. I'm going to watch with a close eye. But he is a competitor, and he knows it. I mean, they all know it. They're all mad, you know. Uh, he does serious things in the middle of his show, so I think that we could do it. Right. And I have one thing. Um, but To George Carlin, I really have a question. And I think you're, you're smart. I think you'll be able – I know that sounds weird, but you're pretty good at breaking things down with me sometimes okay. and explaining something to me maybe with clarity. And I'll try to really – nothing worse than someone being on fresh air and getting into a – this is going to be a five-minute social part of the show. Naive, don't pull no shit. Okay, here it is. So you can't – I've said this before. I just want an answer this time, mm-hmm. and I want to know if you can guess the answer. If you're running for the president of the United States, it gets to the point where if you don't believe in black people marrying white people, you, you can't run. Mm-hmm. No interview is going to go past it. We, 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 at one point, by the way, 1963, you probably could have. You probably could have said, hey, I voted for the act to you know, get, get rid of segregated bathrooms, but that does not dismiss the fact that you know, we're different people. And uh, I would think in the white community, and I think the same, and I'm not being prejudiced. Uh, I would imagine in the black community, there's a lot of black people that agree with me. Yeah, that, but then you get to the point, and then you, you don't get to do that, and then the interviewer today, in today's time, there was a point, but not today, where the interviewer would hear you say that and go, all right, maybe even give you a few hardball questions, but then, all right, well, let's continue the interview. No, the interview shuts down at that point. Nothing is more important than this egregious thing you just said. So we agree it's like that for black, for that, for that one issue. Right. Yeah, you couldn't run for the president and go on Letterman and they go, now what about this? You don't think black and white people should be wrong. We're past that. Aren't, not by a court order, I'm just wondering from everybody's individual soul that is in the uh, journalistic business, when are they going to decide that it's mortifying to do that when you're telling uh, gay kids or gay adults that they could pray the gay away or that it's a sin? or You know what I mean? Like we have right, Mitt yeah. Romney. Like it, it, he directly – I mean it's evil. It is evil. It, it, and again, I will steal from the PSA. It's saying, oh, there's a big difference between murdering a gay kid. I would never fucking do that. <laughs> I would just make his self-worth so low that he'll kill himself. I'm not a monster. I wouldn't do it myself. I would just – that's what it sounds like. It's saying, no, if, if your information's wrong, you have literally had your words that came out of your mouth. You have a public forum. More important than anybody, make sure what you're saying is right. Did you do the research on it? You are literally killing people. If you're right, you're fine. But doesn't that sound silly to say, oh, no, if you're yeah. totally right, you're fine. So you instantly know, oh, my God, he's not right. He's a monster. At what point does every journalist – 
say, I can't interview this. I got to put it into the black and white category. I can't just go, ha, 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 and, move, and have a, a silly relationship. You can't bring someone from the Ku Klux Klan on and go, yeah, we, we still were friends. We're, yeah. you know, we can put our differences aside. And, ha, ha, ha. I get that over a lot of things. But when is it when it doesn't get into that category? So that's the question. We all know black and white. No one's going to have someone on a late night show or any talk show and go past that, but then kid around, maybe even do a bit. It's No, that person you can't play with. Be, so when's that going to get into that league? And if you were, what, what would you say? What's your answer to that? I mean, this isn't funny at all, but like I, my honest That's okay. Answer, I don't want it. I, I think it's okay. I like. I think all, all issues that relate to. Um, you understand my question? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's, it's, it's like only a matter of time until everything racial. Um, we won't have. Racism will be gone before we have complete acceptance of everyone on, uh, of every sexual orientation and gender assignment because uh everyone's going to keep sort of interbreeding until we get to this point that like there's no race like everything is just kind of but there's always and by but, the way when that happens people that are, are want to be hateful they won't know who to hate they're like right. jesus fuck, how do you he's we're all the same what the fuck this sucks uh, right. yeah <laughs> there's no one i could hate so, so that's the thing is the, the, the problem is it, it just takes people what? you have to know right besides hating yourself right okay so so but I think the pro- the problem is that the, the, that the percentage of people in the population who are who are gay is probably going to stay at about what it is and what it has been always. So it's going to require people to to do more than just say what seems like common sense to me, but say, oh, put myself in the shoes. Let of me this ask person. you a question: If you were like, let's say you had a show on television and you've been there for a while, so you have a little bit of pull, you can go in and go, I'm. I'm what would see? I'm going to be honest, and of course you know where I'm at. I'd hope to God I'd be there now. Yeah. I really would. I when history writes itself and they're they're you're going through the footage. I want mine to be the one that goes and Todd Glass, you know, and uh, was the first one to not want these people on when they ran for office. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about my podcast. I'm talking about if I'm in the real world and the story was out there, and you know, there'd be a lot of people that go, "No, you got to interview people that have." Differences. That's what your job is. But we all agreed at one point, no, the black and the white thing. I'm going to go right back to it. The black, there are certain times when we throw things in the category of no, this is. So I would hope mine would be now. Like I was the first to go, no, everyone could make fun of me. And then when history right, you know what I mean? Make fun of me. Doubt whether that's right or wrong. Hey, you got to have people on. You got to. I hope I'd be the first one. So can you. I can't imagine someone now, anybody, and I don't fucking do that. These post- people are wear jackets like it's, you know, like it's, you know, you're delivering the news. They take that like it's royalty. Well, then don't you want to, d- are you sure you're not going to look like a real, f- look, look, it's not mince with you. You're yeah. going to look like a fucking idiot when they look back at this footage. You're not, don't you want to be like way ahead of your time with this? They're yeah. still sitting down. Oh, okay. Well, we disagree and I got to let you know, but hey, right. what about this? No, no, no. Yeah. If everyone's top priority was looking good historically but like lots of people's top priority is just the paycheck they're getting now from the bigoted company that's pandering to people that don't want to be tolerant of yeah it's it's ridiculous you're right you're right i wish i had some good no you're fine uh, <laughs> i i hope you're, you're uh, just listen i know what i'm doing the i will fuck you song we have a show. What, is it, what does it sound like? It goes, uh, <laughs> you motherfucker. Are you being, are you, do you know what it is? No, I really real? don't. Oh, you don't? I thought you were trying to get me to sing it. <laughs> well, the way you've been begging me to sing lately, I never know what you're up to. It goes, I, I'm embarrassed. By the way, to George Clark, I'm being honest. It's very embarrassing to try to, because now I have to sit here and go, it's like, I would fuck okay. her in the morning. I would fuck <laughs> her in the night. I would fuck her in the evening. I would, you played that for me before the show. 
you played this jingle. I went, oh, fucking play that. And then I said, okay. And, uh, yeah. and I think it's worth finding it. Because <laughs> Andy's like, what the fuck is... I don't want people to think I'm a lunatic. No, I can tell already it's not it. <laughs> but by the way, you don't, you're in no hurry. We're in a hurry. No one else is. So complex. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I will fuck you in the morning, fuck you late at night, fuck you while the moon or the sun is shining bright. I wanna fuck you, yes, I wanna fuck you, I wanna fuck you, baby. Oh my god, I never heard a song like that and thought, now I don't look crazy, (laughs) but I guess (laughs) I do. (laughs) Sure, we're in the late night arena, you're sitting in your living room watching a radio, I'm freaking the fuck out. Anyway, listen. I'm, I'm having a good time. Whenever I'm having a, too much of a good time, I get nervous. So, Andy. Yes. Um, do you want to hear a story of Susie? <laughs> of course. Oh, by the way, because oh, I'm a serious interviewer, how have you been? Things are great. It's been a fun uh, – uh, it's been a week since the podcast festival, mm-hmm. which has been fun. Like, just to come down from that and be able to relax and you, – You know what? You should come down from that because what I mean is uh, you have something to come down from because uh, it was great. And – you know, I don't think I like to say I'm, I'm very picky. It makes no, I'm not. But it's like there's a way to do things right, and there's a way to progress in learning from one year to the next as you fix things, and they get better and better and better. And people that get it, that you watch that happen, and that's exactly what's happened. The first year of your podcast festival, it was fucking great. I didn't look back on that year and go, but then the second year you saw little things, you went, oh, I actually like this better. And then the third year, you go, wow, this hotel, don't you love – every year and, – and the, or the backdrops changes. And it's like – yeah, like so when you see it done right, um, that's commendable, you know, because all you can do when you're opening a comedy club or presenting comedy – well, you do both, but is say, look, you know, I just want to present it in a really cool atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the videos this year that they put the red curtains behind it, it's got some soul. You feel like you're in a real showroom. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I really had a good time. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's overwhelming, and I'll take it. It was, it was <laughs> It's overwhelming, and you know it's going to be overwhelming, but I fucking love it. There's just so much, you know, frenetic and then good, and then all energy is going around like a... Yeah, the fans that come out for it are so great. Them I don't like. The fans are the kind of the worst. I, I'm kidding. Um, should I edit that out? What's the matter? Uh, I can't say nothing no more. Everyone's so PC. Um, you can't say people are awful anymore. You can't yeah, say, you can't. Hey, you I, have bread I, and butter. People I, that you despise. You can't say that. I punched this fucking guy in the face. He wants me to apologize. What? What is everyone so PC? I'm a moron. Hi, I'm a moron. Uh, What's your take on Seinfeld's um, college thing? Has that been covered on this show? What do you, yes, I love talking can, about can it. Can of worms? Is this a bad road to go down? No, I like. I, I guess what you know when I you know when you talk about something and then you after two weeks of thinking, <laughs> we're in the late night arena. We have to do late that night arena. No, you got to. People are listening. These other shows aren't willing to do that. That's worth. We do that for the listener. Hey, you think you're bored? What about this? Ah, uh, now you're like you're like. Well, uh, technically that's not to be enjoyed, but you're smiling. Okay, go turn on one of the other shows and see if it's doing this. And if it is, fucking stay over there. If this, what the, if the, go over there, and if it makes you feel like that, then you stay over there. I'm not mad, but I think you're going to go back over to the other show, and they're going to be like, hey, did you ever thing in the news today? No. Boom. We have this. This is what we give. I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. People, all they want is to be in a good mood. They don't want to think. They're sitting home. They just want a boop, a boop, a bing. 
<laughs> That's what people want. Hey, you're sitting in your house and you do ba 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 ba. Late night, the show. Okay, enough with that. Turn it off. What I'd like to do is the interview back to you. Okay. So I, I said all those nice things about you. Being really professional tonight. Thank you. Well, well that's my job. Arena. I'm in the late night arena, and Andy knows it. So, um, and the same thing with the Portland Comedy Festival. Like I, I, I know I, you know you thought well I praised you enough. No, I didn't. No, I'll go further. Like <laughs> same thing with the stand up. Like if you're going to do it, why not put it in a good atmosphere? Plus, like to go to a festival and like you know so many fucking comedians that you love. You know your festival. It's like every fucking person there. You know you're like oh. yeah, it's it's good. Now let me ask you a question. Why didn't you book me last year? <laughs> I got a lot of nerve. I'll come over there. I'll fucking smack your face around, you piece of shit. What if I start choking you? You're like, I have lighter fluid. I have light, light, lighter fluid on your head. <laughs> Maybe is that just, why are you packing your bags? Um, no, but I know, I know what people want. And that's why the numbers are up. And the other sh- you know what the other shows are saying? I can't believe that he plays this. That's what they want to listen to. The other shows come over. They go, what the fuck is everyone? They sit around a radio. What do they do? And then they go, they turn on the radio, the fake radio. And here's, here's. This is what they listen to. This is a guy sitting listening to going, what? We have a guy doing a monologue. And people are going to sit around fucking listening to this? Yes, they like it. Is he Dutch? Hey, don't be rude. No, turn the music off. That's my uncle. Where is he from? I don't know where he's from. Am I wrong to like that song? It's not sexist or racist or anything, right? No, no. I love it when it's funny like that and you're not doing anything wrong. Ooh, they're the best feelings. (laughs) And also, sometimes I get nervous. I go, I like this too much. It doesn't happen much anymore with this PC thing. You know, Seinfeld told us about that. Yeah, we all learned about that. So I have, have a theory. Uh, For the first time, I heard it. I'm just putting one aspect into my answer. Well, when you talk serious, we figured out a long time ago, if you put a whistle behind you like that, people don't care so much. They're like other shows. Hey, did you think? And I thought that. And then uh, if you're going to fucking go off on a tangent about something, put some whistles behind you. Okay, so listen. Maybe some bouncy piano. That way I'm not, I, I get to express myself, but I'm still fun. Right. You can be okay. like, we have one year of water left in our state's <laughs> reservoirs. And at that point... We will lack fresh water. We won't be able to provide. Wait, is this you as the mayor coming on <laughs> national TV to tell people they're out of water? Yeah. Hey, everybody, be the hey, mayor. Be the hey. mayor telling them we they're out of water. We have approximately 12 months of fresh water left over in our reservoirs. At that point, if the snowfall in the Sierras hasn't rebuilt the snowpack, we're fucked. You're going to drown. I mean, the opposite of drown. You're going to go thirsty. It doesn't matter. Timing's everything. It doesn't matter what you said. You did it in the right rhythm. And people can go replay that. You know what, Aristotle? It's the opposite you, of drowning. Would you hate me if I asked you to replay that when we do it in post? And then we have approximately 12 months of fresh water left over in our reservoirs. At that point, if the snowfall in the Sierras hasn't rebuilt the snowpack, we're fucked. You're going to drown. Dehydrated. The last part, you went boom, boom, boom. You did it wrong, but you did it right. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I'm a professional. Sure. Okay, listen. I have a serious show to do. I don't have to joke around anymore. So I asked you about the podcast festival. That was fun. We're going to talk about Seinfeld, I think. Oh, yeah, I did. PC. Thank you. So the PC thing. Thank you very much. I, by the way, to George Carlin, I really appreciate that. 
Sure, it's 12 o'clock in that area. It's good enough. <laughs> Move your clock every time I say the wrong amount, <laughs> the wrong time to make it look right. Just have someone standing in the room with the clock with their fingers on it. And every time I go, it's 12.35, have them move the clock to 12.35. And then you get to look at it and go, oh, my God, it's 12.25 here, too. People all over are hanging clocks in the room during the Todd Glass show, taking the case off of them. They're getting those old school clocks. And then they hang it. And every time he says it's a time, they go, look at your clock. He says it's 3 o'clock in the morning. We've been doing right, I'm getting carried away. The ratings are off the, off the uh, they're off something. <laughs> okay, I got let go. <laughs> so anyway, hold on, hold on. So the college thing, I never heard it presented this way, of someone saying they used to be a place where comedians uh, could go and have, you know, say things that, you know, they were accepted because, and it was other people, okay, they say, so they're acknowledging it. I never heard it that way. Oh, sure, we're acknowledging it. It used to be like that. It's just not like that anymore. And believe me, this is somebody that will talk about this for eight hours, and then I cleaned it up driving in the car. So I thought about that when, for some reason, it was the fact that I heard it was this. They were saying that they're too PC now, but it had the preface of, yeah, it used to be. I went, okay, they're acknowledging it used to be. And in one fleeting moment, it came to me, the simplicity of it. And you almost, that's when I want to get, not yelling, but sad, go, oh, you think it used to be. It still is. Just you, your thoughts got old. <laughs> Because it still is. It didn't change. The pulse of the young generation is now not dumb at colleges. That's silly. That sounds foolish. That's embarrassing. Anybody should be... <laughs> Anybody should be able to logically hear this. The words that are coming to mouth are going, oh, yeah. And then you just want to go, oh, you're... it's not that complicated. It's the old thing. It's a thing you turned into your parents. Nobody wants to think they did. Yeah. If not turning into your parents was easy, who the fuck would want to do it? It takes an effort or otherwise you're like, nobody wants to go, I've turned into my parents. No, that's fucking soul crushing. So you're going to may pretend that things are different, the kids are stupid today, instead of because it would suck for you to go, fuck, did I get old? Because if you admit it, you can change. They're not dumb. And I said it before, and guess what? I'll say it again. They, I don't, no matter how much I say that it's the pulse of the young generation is not uh, dumb I, the other way. You know, and people don't directly say it. I know you don't hear people on TV, young kids are dumb. It's the casual thing I always talk about. We right. need to go back, or the kids, all they do is stare at their cell phones. All they do is stare. Yeah, you know what? You're boring, maybe. <laughs> They'd always find something to stare at. They'd stare at a transistor radio. <laughs> They'd stare at a book. They'd fucking stare at a fire, probably, before there were anything else. they go, why can't you talk to your uncle? You stare at the fire, because I don't. Kids he, and their fires. Yeah. yeah, you stare at the fire, because it was like the, the the whatever they had to go. Oh, I like to look at the fire. Well, you can't talk to me. I'm looking at the fire, acting like it's so great. You know. Anyway, I thought that was a good bit. I don't know. Fucking didn't go over too well in the room. <laughs> Thank you. That helps it. Does that make sense? What I just said. Yeah. What did I say? And then they invented matches, and that was like the iPhone of the fire. So Thank you. Staring at the matches in front of him, and that's. You know. Do you think the BlackBerry is the payphone of the pocket? <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, Eddie Delisappi said. <laughs> but then he said I could have it, so I give him a little credit. But it's mine now. But that is true. I hope I said his name wrong because he gets upset. He messes up his hair and takes a picture of it. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, but uh, he does it on stage. Do you remember? Um, no, he did it off stage, and he said I could have it. But no, I, messing I up mind. his hair and taking a picture of it. That's part of his Oh, no, that's his, new, that's his new show that he's doing on Broadway. <laughs> it's called 90 Different Hairstyles. I don't know. It's, there's, there's nothing that's being said. <laughs> well, you know he'll listen to this. He'll like you. Know, he doesn't give a shit. So, anyway, hold on. I want to talk about what we were just talking about, about the... Uh, PC culture. Do you remember when I first started coming to Portland? You had some friends, 
and and we all went out and we had a really good meal and then we went out drinking. It was a good night. We were like on a porch. Like everything you want. And we were smoking pot. Maybe and, the hardest I've left, I think. And your friends go to me, do you want to go back and we'll make grilled cheeses at our house? I'm like, are you fucking shitting <laughs> me? And you go back, they've got like one of those big griddles out and they got all the grilled cheese sandwiches and you're like, and there's enough. Because I want like, to be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. I'd like four. And there was no doubt it wasn't going to be wrong to take four because they made like 50 of them. <laughs> you know, if there's six, you got to be nice. You wait. No, you were like, oh, I could scarf down four. No one's even going to blink an eye at me. And I'm like, oh, he's had three already. We're right at the same thing. And he lived there. So can I give his name in case he's listening? Can I don't I... remember who they Mike were. Mike Tremblay. Mike Tremblay. Thank you for coming through on those grilled cheeses. They were so good. Excuse me. It sounds funny. Would you like to go back to our house? They said it in a way like, no, no, I wouldn't. Of course. You're kidding me. Yes. Are you shitting me? And then he stole my wallet. <laughs> I like to end bad with jokes. By the way, I want to know. That's PC culture. That's the PC culture. Everyone's so PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kids today are not. By the way, I hate to ask this because it could start a fight. Do you disagree with me on the kids aren't getting stupider? You want I mean, to. No, 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 no. Because I, I totally, like what you said a long time ago about kids in their pants and you hope they wear jeans that go out 10 feet past their legs and you don't fucking care is oh, yeah, so I, perfect about like who's scared of the kids. He, I Nothing told, fundamental tell them, changes. Tell them, I said to him that if, if it happens while I'm 80. Like that kids for, would sag their pants the, the, or whatever, No, no. Like, they, or they flare literally like three feet, like more than they've ever flared. That I shut the fuck up. Like, it cares. means right. nothing. It mean, and to remember when I'm 80. Yeah, it, no matter how much you think, oh, no, now it's out of control. It's not. Yeah. Every, it's not. And every generation. I can remember that when I'm 80 and shut my fucking mouth. Because let me tell you, when you're, when you're old and you tell everybody how life sucks, no one wants to be around you. If you're 80-year-old with the mindset I'm hoping I have, and I will work my fucking ass off to get it, I bet 80 is pretty fucking good because you get to hang out with youth. The older you are, nobody wants to fuck. You better be positive because you're fucking 80. You're already 80. You can't do that much or 85 or 90 or whatever age it is, and you're going to be hateful. Did that go to? It's like my grandma Jojo. She really has that mindset. She has the positive mindset. The one we called a while ago. Yeah, it made me think of her when you said that. It's so much fun to be around people uh, when you're older. Like I say, Barry and Joanne from the Bahamas, they're 70 and 80, and. Everybody, 16 years old, where's Barry and Joanne? I'm like, I want to be like that. <laughs> yes, and right. coincidentally, what a fun way to spend your later years yes. to be like open to shit. That's all you have to do is just be open to new shit. Right, and, get the, and guess what the reward is? That you get the energy of youth. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. It's like a fucking crazy drug. And that, and that energy that you crave so much wants you, if you're positive. It's not like they're doing you a favor. Yeah. No it's one not a condescending thing. They're not, not like, oh, all. these guys are silly. We, no, they, we, they enjoy spending time with people like that. Yeah. You, you, everybody looks at that, and what you're looking at is someone. You're, you have somebody in the group. even Because at, at the Bahamas, there's like different every age. Because it's like that when you, and there's like vacation places. So there's people that are 17. There's kids on the island that are going out to drink for the first time. And you know their parents let them do it on the island. And it's like it, you know what it is. They're, but they're not hurting anybody. But you know that like this is the first time they're out. There may be even – a lot of times you see those at like 17 years old. They're in the corner or 18, you know what I mean? Or well, what, what age would it be now? Yeah, some of them look like they're, they're underage. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not yeah, 21. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there's all different – I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> they're all different ages. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when the young people, they're not like saying – it's not a favor. They just they, – that, when that person's there, uh, you're seeing what you hope to be at that age. So it's really yeah. a positive energy in the room. You go, all you see all night is, oh, I want to be that, and that is there. Something you would want to be is now in your presence. Yeah, and you're in the presence of fucking what you, you know what, what I would hope I'd end up. Cut two. Anyway, now back to the silly part of the show. 
Is it so wrong I get serious? I can't help it. Also, at the podcast festival, I want to well, apologize. I really did feel bad about it. You know, I did the bit where I hit, um, I said, I hit Duncan over the head with the beer bottle, with the, with the wine, uh, a root beer bottle, mm-hmm. fake root beer bottle. And he said that, you know, he acted like it was real. And then I said, next time, remember to get the proper root beer bottles. And uh, then I walked over and I had another one. I'm like, fuck, it's so much fun hitting someone over the head with it. I go, oh, fuck it, I'll hit Keith over there with it. I do, and I don't, it's not even planned. But then after I do it, the energy's there. I don't know why, but then afterwards he's like, hey, next time would you mind telling me you're going to hit me over there with a prop, uh, a prop bottle? I go, I know. I, fuck, should I have not done it? He goes, oh, no, I was glad you did it. It was all right, but I would have liked to know next time. I go, yes, yeah, so would I. So would I. I don't want to be hit on the head uh, with a, uh, with a root, with, it wasn't a root beer bottle. It's, it's fake, so. I guess it's just a bottle. But I like to maybe pretend it's real. All right, listen. I take a, I take a deep breath. Wow. We're in the late night arena. I'm not afraid to just be... Whew. I bet sometimes at night people could use just... Whew. Todd, I was caddying for this guy at uh, the country club mm-hmm. the other day. And he had a... Do you sim- want reverb in your voice when you tell this story? Sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. I mean, it can't hurt it because I don't know how the story's going to go. So at least if I have reverb, that's it's nice. People, it's listenable. Uh, can, can I ask you a question? I'm not, I'm, then I'm going to shut the fuck up to George Carr. And do you want some of this in the background? Will you tell your story just in case? Because I don't want to put a lot of pressure in your definitely, story. Definitely. Definitely okay. need some of that, yeah. And then we'll, we'll hear your story. Go ahead. So what happened? I was caddying at the country club the other day. And one of the members, similar to what you're talking about with your grandmother, he was kind of saying how there's no connection anymore in California. That was his thing because he's from Miss, uh, Michigan. And he was like, in California, I don't have that connection with people around. And I didn't know what to say because like, I was kind of uncomfortable. But now that I've thought about it, I was like, oh, no, I think it's just who you surround yourself with. You know, because like he's he just a me- member of this country club and hangs out with all these country club people. So I, I don't know. I just I, I thought about that now, but I, di- I didn't know what to say. It, it, so I just kind of like smiled and didn't connect with him in that moment, you, you know, and like it's just the same thing that he his life was before. Uh, <laughs> I tried so hard to follow the story. Uh, did anybody follow it? Like, oh, I was really trying. I was like, so I can listen through so all the stuff, but we got to admit for the for our listeners, we know how to save a story. If, in the event, we don't know if it was a tell you the truth. I enjoyed the story. It was enough. It had some peaks. I knew there was a scary part. Like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. <laughs> Wasn't there something like that? Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get the gist of it. All right, I'm okay. Late night. It's 105. Move Wait, the clock. Somebody, uh, the caddying thing. Is that real? Well, yeah. 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 I caddied for one summer when I was 14 years old, and it was, it was the worst. Yeah? Yeah. Did you actually give advice on, on golf clubs and things or just carry things? Sometimes, yeah, for sure. Um, it just depends who you, you caddy with, you know, because it... Uh, Oh my God! Your catting story is great. No, they turn our podcast off when it comes to. There's a golf population. Where did I? By the way, I'm interested. Where do you, so when you caddy? Did I you go gonna, to like him to a caddy shack and? Or I, did, I, okay, so this was a new thing. I grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and yeah, sure, I do a good interview. The summer, the summer after my eighth grade, I think they started a caddy program at this like high end country club that I didn't belong to. I'd never golfed before. I just never had a job at all, and I wanted to have some kind of job. I thought that's a job. I want to have a job of 14. I want to make some money. And uh, you would think that this is, it's like a high end, it's a private club. They, they pay, I don't know, like 50 grand a year to be, some crazy amount of money. And yet the baseline pay for a four hour round for a caddy is $12. Really? Wow. And but you know it's different wow. with Jake now. Right. 
I would, I would hope. I would hope. Yeah, but that seems yeah. low 13, even now. then, doesn't it? Oh Jake? yeah, this was nineteen ninety, ninety one, something like that. Yeah, it was, it was shit money, and uh, and also they, like, there was one time when I, I was, this guy lost his ball. He like hit, hit it somewhere near the green, and there were a bunch of overturned. And we'll edit this out. Can you say he lost his ball again? This guy had lost his ball. Oh, that's a good one, Jake. They don't hear the first part. Don't worry. And it was it was lost in this sea of of, of, of really light colored leaves that were almost white, like almost the color of a ball. So, uh, wow. exactly. sorry, I think it helps with the late night arena. Yeah. And we were all, everyone in the foursome and all the caddies were looking around for this ball. And suddenly, I felt something under my foot, and I had just stepped on his ball and driven it into the ground until it was like flush with the ground. So and you're the you, caddy. Yeah. Did yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I'm did his you, caddy. Did you pick it up without anybody looking and That's, put it back? Every, everyone's looking, so everyone's seeing what everyone else is doing. I'm trying Was to think of a way that I can. No, but it's still like these assholes who care about golf. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like golf. I, hate, I just wanted a job. And so wait, you know, what's so funny? I couldn't even. I, if I if I'd bent down to pick it up and take it out, they would have seen me because everyone was looking for the ball. So, so you eventually, just walked it off or something. I walked away. Then I then I had thought about it for a while. I'm like, oh, I gotta just. And I'm like, I found your ball, and then he came over and he started, what the fuck? He's like swearing, like how did, what. The, and he's like, these goddamn golf carts. Someone ran over my ball. I'm like, yes, exactly. Oh, someone ran over your ball. That's exactly what happened. Can, yeah. Can, someone, oh, how dare God. someone run over your ball? Isn't it hard to believe? Because to me, on, on despicableness, you ever see some people, they have, uh, they're not as polite as you'd like them to be. You're out with other people. And once in a while, it's usually all your friends mirror. When I go out with a group of comedians, I'm always impressed. We're all nice to the waitress. Yeah. Don't give her any shit. We're not doing, most of the time, we're just ordering our food, being, but, um, Wait, what were you just talking about? Caddy. Oh, caddy. But so, so we're surrounded by that. But it's hard to believe because that seems like a parody of it. That those type of people still exist. Like, it, it, yes, it's probably lessened from like the 30s when it was like, hey, please, I'm coming in. I'm a customer. Yeah. And, you know, even at the Ritz Carlton, it's a little much for me. I don't, need, I don't need housekeepers to get on the elevator to sort of act like, oh, I'm sorry I'm in here. That's a type of, to me, that just feels awkward. But back in the day, there was that service of like, right. and that that person still exists. To me, that sounds like something from the twenties. But you dealt with 20, yeah. twenty-five years ago. Yeah, yeah that that shouldn't have happened. That, that, but oh, still until the day, sure. I can't imagine. Like, you know what? I'm being totally serious. Look, I'm not saying I'd, I. I have a temper. I'll fucking throw a chair across the room, but I don't do it to a human being ever. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, sometimes my voice maybe, and even at that, I'm like, no, no, no. That's no you. So. I can't imagine. Can I imagine someone with a temper a little more than mine or maybe someone that's, you know, I've seen comedians even properly maybe deal with something that I would have been a little more. And still, okay, I'm a, but then at what point do you go like, wow, like I, how could you be like that? Yeah. You yeah. have to let go of anybody. You are completely letting go of the, someone else. Like they feel like shit now and you are not in touch with that or you are and you're evil. Like it Either way, there's, it's sad. But that it couldn't. Because to me, if I, would, if I were to get in that mood, it would ruin my day to know how much someone else's day was ruined. That I wouldn't want to get in that mood. Like, you know, I, I and wouldn't that, enjoy the rest of my day. Right. Cause... And we're not even acting like, oh, we're so great. No, no. We know what it feels like to feel like shit. So we try not to do things that make people feel like shit. That's right. not, we're right. not right. claiming we're brain surgeons with some, you know, some well thought out, you know, guru. It's just, yeah, I, just, I know what it feels like yeah. to be yelled at. So because I'm sane, I pretty much <laughs> fucking try not to do it to anybody. Do I slip? Once in a blue moon? No, no, I don't slip at all. That's who I am. Whenever I go out and something happens, and uh, you know, 
I'm mad if somebody says they don't like their salad dressing and they're rude. They're like, oh, this isn't the salad dressing I ordered. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, oh, there's a softer way to do that. Oh, you, yeah. uh, you can just go, hey, no big deal or anything. I know. Do I have to do that? Yes. Because they know I'm being. I I go, I, how about, how about when I, myself. What do you want? Not to share. Well, you're going to have to share. A whole sack of Krispy Kreme donuts. Someone wanted you to. Um, are you in the mood? to do you yelling at that woman. She, we took this woman who was just sitting there going, I want, and she's... Was it yelling at her or crying at her, wasn't it? Or well, someone said, where, where is that thing that we got? Chicken song? I got to play that. I got a lot to do, you know. And you still have to sing as well. I mean, that's a well, big problem. I don't you got to sing. Jack, come on. Come on, Andy, stop. <laughs> Andy. Todd. People want to see you sing. Andy. Just, people want to hear it. The Andy. Of the they want to picture Andy. you. Andy, while you're singing. Andy, I'm listening, but at the same time, all I want is for you to sing at some point in this show. Just, I mean, I don't you, you want to sing. Okay. You got us back it's just off. False modesty at this point. You know how good your voice is. You know how much really your audience good. wants it's to really hear you good. sing. I don't want to sing. I'll sing later. Leave me the fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. I'll sing later. I can't believe you're doing this. That I'm in the late night arena. Until we hear you sing. I mean, it's all for us. We just want to hear this voice. It's, it's, to be fair, I'm being selfish. It, it's me. I want to hear you sing. Well, I don't know what song I would sing. I need love. I mean, maybe one. Kanish, kanash, kanoodle, the bish, the bash, the noodle, a bish, the bash, the bush, the bush, the bash, the bash, the boodle, a rip, You know, I'm having fun doing this. I'm, 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 that, that, that brings me joy just to do that. I mean, I wish it was better, but I'll take that. Sing more. Up and down and up and down. Why should I have to come up with the words? You want to hear a story about Susie? Yes. Do you really want to? Do you feel heard on this show? Of course. Do you feel I'm a good interviewer? Yeah, the best. Do you feel sometimes I The go, best in the late night arena. Wow, I'll take it. Do you feel... Um, that I do as silly as I get that I still I do a good interview right I mean oh, yeah. you can tell oh, me yeah. the tr- I'll take I'd rather take advice if there's one thing where you're like you know what I love this show but and um, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna take it and by the way if there's nothing to don't try to think of something if you don't have it but if you're something like you know what I do love that show but if they would I wish they did that I'll, I'll change it do you have something? Can I say that I do love the show, but if you did sing more, I think just... I, I, you know, well, I if I had to add one thing that. to the show, it'd be more singing, yeah. Do you guys really mean it? What song would you want me to sing? You know what song. I'd sing this and I'd sing that. They're fucking it up. The band's fucking it up. Not. Let me sing later. Come on, you guys are being jerks. Um, so, uh, do you want to hear a story of Susie? Yeah. And you got to, do you want to listen? Of course. And then we probably all have stories like Susie. We all have a story like Susie. We've all this got a Susie. Susie. We've we, a- we all know a Susie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Keith really, I think he was serious. That's why it was funny. He goes, what? <laughs> Look how happy Keith is. I want to take a break and get that happy. Are we doing that? Because I got to pee. Yeah, you want to? <laughs> hold on. Let me hold on. Hold on. I want to do something different to go to close. Seriously. Every book is a children's book if the kid can read. That's true. <laughs> That's Mitch Hedberg done by a computer. My manager is cool. He gets concerned. He says, Mitch, don't use liquor as a crutch. I can't use liquor as a crutch because a crutch helps me walk. 
<laughs> no, I know what to play. Play something different. To just to take us to break. Give this a show. There you go. We'll be right back. I don't sing with the, the, the beat to the song. I never sang to the beat of a song Cause no beat of a song has the right to own me I don't sing to the beat of any song Cause I'm the leader of the song Let the beat follow me If this is what that There's a little truth to that Everybody else thinks I gotta sing to the beat of the song But I don't That's a fucking show That's a, that's a poster is what that is you know what? Seriously, I'll talk to you off the podcast. Okay. Take a break. We'll be back. You're listening to Todd Glass Show. Sponsored by the sponsor by the Bob Bob Background Noise. No one, no one listens anyway. They thought I just did an ad. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com.